Hello and welcome to Arts on Fire here on WRFA for Friday, April the 26th, 2019. Jason Sample in the studio with you. We've got Matt Baxter and Jay Peterson waiting in the wings, chomping at the bit to talk with us here today on Arts on Fire. So with that being said, why don't we play some music from Feverhawk? This is the opening track of their demo album. It's entitled Feverhawk. It's from the band Feverhawk, and we'll have two members of Feverhawk joining us in just a moment right here on Arts on Fire.
And welcome back to Arts on Fire again. Jason Sample in the studio with you. That was music from Feverhawk, and we've got two members of Feverhawk joining us in the studio for today's program. We have Matthew Baxter and Jay Peterson, guitarist and bassist, uh, respectively, and they're here to talk a little bit about the band as well as uh, talk about some shows that are on the horizon. Guys, thanks for taking time out and talking today. Thanks for bringing us in. Yeah, thanks for having us, Jay. Yeah, happy to have you here, and I think our listeners are familiar with Feverhawk because we've been playing... Your album a lot in rotation on the local rush hour and uh, here on um, Arts on Fire. And, of course, you also helped us out last year with our, our fundraiser. And I think you're coming back for 2019 yeah. as oh, yeah. well. Oh, yeah. So sure. uh, listeners are familiar with who you are. I've always described you as sort of a Jamestown super group. You know, you've all <laughs> had past projects you've been involved with. And maybe that's a good place to start out with, Matt, is uh, people probably are familiar with you. If they don't know you in person, they know your music because you were also with Smack Dab as well as uh, The Audience. Numerous other bands, right? Yeah, it's, I've been at it for years around here. So this was just kind of a new uh, avenue to explore. You know, it's Smack Dab kind of called it quits, and I wanted to do something completely different than that. So here we are, Feverhawk playing some old school rock and roll. Right, and it is old school rock and roll. You've always been a fan of. I mean, I know you personally. I know you've liked them a lot. But I mean, for our listeners, describe what it, what it was like to play like a lot of like funk based and and music that Smack Dab was known for, even indie style music with the audience, and then transition over to just old school rock that that you're playing right now. Well, I mean, I was always when I was a kid, I was way into the, you know like typical twelve year old kid in the eighties heavy metal you know i was listening to wasp and all that kind of stuff and it was just awesome i had heavy metal posters all over my wall and whatnot and then you know as i got older i got into other things uh fast forward many many years and i decided to kind of get go back to that that feeling of just just rock and roll like just hard and heavy loud and just you know teenage sort of aggressive aggression and and now we're writing songs in that vein again, and it's fun. It's just really fun. It is fun. It's fun to see you live, too. We'll talk more about that in a, in a few minutes here. But getting to uh, Jay, bass player here, if you've always appreciated you know, the old, the old rock and roll style of music that, that Matt was just talking about. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I was raised on it, you know, between Dad and everything. I don't know. He was, he was quite the player around here. And, yeah, hurt. I mean, I grew up on rock and roll. Right. Uh, yeah, this was a nice return to that. I know a lot of people kind of, I was kind of pigeonholed as kind of a funk player for a long time. I know the feeling. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of the percussive stuff, because I, I do love playing that. But uh, yeah, I, I love straight up rock and roll, and this has been a breath of fresh air. It's, it's, <laughs> it's beyond enjoyable. I love this band. Seems like he, when I watch bass players play, they get in sort of like a groove when they're doing funk music, and they're kind of just going yep. with the flow. <laughs> and you just sit there, and you know, and kind of uh, really—I don't want to say relax, but it's kind of just you know a little bit more easy going. And I know it's technical, and I know it's difficult to do, but it's it's easy going. But how does that compare to like playing what you guys are playing now with Feverhawk? I mean, it seems like it's night and day, and you're just really oh, this firing is... up and down <laughs> the entire uh, neck of uh, the bass there. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah playing this stuff again is animated me as far as live performance yeah yeah i'm bouncing around a bit yeah it's it's brought some new life out of me yeah i don't know i just you know it gets gets complacent doing the same thing over and over again when you've been doing it for so long and when you're you know when you have the range to do all sorts of different stuff that's why i love this band so much 
it's brought so much more out of me that I, you know, it's kind of been buried in me for a while that I didn't get to tap into. And yeah, and I got to thank this guy for that one. <laughs> you were with a uh, little, were you with a uh, little dirty goat for a little bit there? I know you played with no, Brian play, Moore though, right? I, 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 I played with Brian. Dirt right. Track Race. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Dirt Track Race. Cause no, Brian Eklund was uh, yeah. little dirty goat. Yeah. All right. No, no, yeah, yeah. I played with uh, played with Brian for a while, and Can't we started off, bit. and we had some of the goat tunes in our repertoire. That's you right. know, I, uh, but yeah, quickly branched out from there. But right, but what are yeah. some of the what are some of the earlier projects you were involved with? I've always known you just from uh, uh, relatively Ben and Green Jeans. There was the Crumbles with Jeff Erickson of the Maniacs. Uh, you know, we had a couple couple versions of that band. Um, those are probably the main ones I'm noted for. Almost everything else has been out west, whether I was living in Phoenix or Colorado. Yeah, I had bands out there, which, you know, did some stuff, but nothing uh, nothing that spread quite back here by any means. Again, you're listening to Arts and Fire. We've got Matt Baxter and Jay Peterson in the studio talking about their band Feverhawk. You've probably heard some of their music here on WRFA in recent months. And, of course, they play quite a bit of shows. they got some shows coming up here. We'll talk more about that uh, shortly. But the other two members of Feverhawk, you've got uh, Jamie Tressler along with uh, Jason Sorrow. And as I noted, sort of uh, a Jamestown supergroup. I think a lot of folks are familiar with Jamie Tressler through all the works he's involved with. He was played with you as well, right? And, oh, yeah, yeah. He played in the Crumbles with us. Right. Yeah, and the... Last iteration of the Crumbles. Yep, yep. He was in there. Bogarts for about six or seven years, I oh, yeah. think. Yep, and, yep. And that and King Rail as well. With uh, yeah, I played with him. King with Rail. Matt here. Oh, King Rail. Forgot about yeah. him. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're all I connected. King Rail. <laughs> yeah. Right on. I and played not- with Sorrow back in the day too, like back in the '90s when we were teenagers. Uh, he was a he was a drummer in Scars from the Shattered Coin for a while. That's when that's when we all hung out back then. But then we didn't really play together for years and years. So. Yeah, Sorrow even had a small stint in uh, Green Jeans for for oh, okay. a short bit. Yeah, before uh, really, before, I can't imagine yeah, before, him playing in Green Jeans. Oh yeah, yeah, he was killing it. Yeah, He's that's where I play. knew him. That's that's what I knew him from. That's where I knew. I was like, oh, this guy's a monster on drums. Right. But uh, yeah, it was kind of at the the very end of Green Jeans, and uh, yeah. So we did not uh, get to do too much together, but I knew him as a drummer at that point, and that was great. It was just really good timing. Everybody was kind of in between projects at the same time, and it just came together. Like I think we had talked about it, and then a week later we're having our first practice, and then we're already, you know, we we're writing songs that very first first night came together yeah we moved pretty quick yeah (laughs) you talk about your passion for that music growing up how you know it's something that you uh are familiar with you like it a lot why not just be a cover band why why was it important to uh, write your own music because because there really isn't a a good metal cover band out there that i'm aware (laughs) of i mean there's people that play old school rock but they don't really delve into uh judas priest or well the priest is definitely a huge influence like you know all the 70s stuff kiss and Sabbath and all the stuff that I grew up on, but I've never really uh, been into playing other people's songs. It's for for fun, totally. You know, we'll, we might throw a couple of covers in, but it's just so much more fun for me and more fulfilling to to compose something and express myself rather than just mimic something. You know, nothing against covers and playing covers because it's super fun and it's probably a 
more money in it. <laughs> right. And it's gutsy, uh, too. If you're going to try to do some of those and oh, absolutely. pull it off. Well, yeah, the, yeah, the other reason is we well. just can't play those songs. <laughs> right. I can't sing like that, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, something like uh, Iron Maiden isn't exactly right. something cool. people can just pull <laughs> I off. I can't hit those notes. Yeah. Right on. Trussler can, but he won't, he won't do it. He'll, <laughs> he'll do it at practice, but he won't do it on stage. <laughs> But you guys started putting together uh, music pretty quickly then. Was it pretty seamless in terms of uh, hammering down one song and then moving on to the next one? Before you know it, you've got like a five- or six-song EP ready to roll out? That's exactly what happened, actually. We went and recorded five or six songs. Uh, man, what, just Three a couple, months, it was just maybe. a couple of months in. <laughs> uh, we just banged it out really quick. We're actually in the middle of recording another batch of songs right now at Lost Recording Studio. Uh, those guys are doing an awesome job over there. We're... Right after this, we're going to head over and finish great. up the vocals. So we're going to have some new music coming out here shortly. Hopefully get some, get get it on the radio here with our friend Jason Sample. We'll do what we can. And uh, <laughs> obviously, I look forward to hearing anything new that you guys put out. We've got the newest song in rotation here. Uh, for, for the songwriting, is it a group effort, or do you sit down and hammer out the lyrics and then say, or do you or do you get the song yeah. hammered down first and say, let's put some uh, the lyrics, lyrics to this. always come way later. They always come last. In fact, I'll that's, you know, waiting on me to finish up the lyrics i had actually just finished the words to our last song like while we were recording it in the studio (laughs) minutes before i had to record it so that's how last minute those are but the the songs the music comes together pretty quick everybody uh you know jumps on and, and picks up on everything really quick i usually come up with a basic riff or the idea and then we all kind of arrange everything together and add our own little things to it definitely he brings us a huge blueprint it's already very thought out but then you know we oh, then start we'll playing around times but too. we right. have a lot of we got a, a lot of good brains in this band that are good uh, constructive criticism so we we can all talk to each other and figure out what we want to do for this part and and it's yeah, all pretty clicks. seamless no one yeah no one's getting upset at anyone for saying hey maybe try this you know everyone is we're all working together all the time. It's, and it really, you know, each song takes you almost on a journey because it's not just your typical three-minute long yeah. rock pattern, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm verse, trying to, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, end. I mean, it really goes yeah, down some a couple paths. of epics in there that are yeah. up over the 10-minute mark. I'm, I'm trying to cut down on, on that. <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, though. It just, they know? just yeah. came out that way. The first batch of songs, yeah, they're pretty long. And like you said, there's a lot, of, lot going on there. But it's just there's so many influences and you know musical styles all over the place that we you know they end up all coming out in one song sometimes it's yeah. hard to do that within four minutes so everything from uh, thin lizzy to yes. black sabbath yes you nailed it man right and you guys uh yeah it's awesome if nobody's out there has that seen you play live the music is good but the live version's a lot better obviously for obvious reasons mm-hmm. it's more energy and more punch to it that's for sure so let's talk about the live shows you guys got some shows lined up here uh you got one coming up next weekend as a matter of fact on may 3rd that is a uh that's on a friday that's right a friday yeah oh next yeah the shattercoin club uh a new place here in town that's they've been very supportive with uh original and local music very supportive so we're happy to come back there we got a couple of bands with us uh tines out of buffalo Sort of along the lines of us, maybe a little more adventurous, actually. They, they have a keyboard player. Um, and then our friends Morganthus from Warren. They're really heavy sort of stoner rock vibe going on. So it's going to be a nice little rock and roll party. It's right be fun. 
That'll be on uh, May 3rd. Then uh, two weeks later, May 17th, it's going to be a, a show uh, out there in Cherry Creek, right? The Cockade. Oh, yeah, Cockade, yeah. yep. Yep, yeah, Cockade. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just east of Ellington or north of Ellington, something like that. Somewhere yep. out there, man. I play. I think I've played there before with Smack Dab. But. Right. You're playing with the Noise Upstairs. They're from Warren, too, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, awesome yep. punk band, good friends yeah. of ours. Those We've guys been are great. sharing the stage with those guys a lot uh, since we started playing together, so... So that'll be a show May 17th out at Cockane that starts at uh, 8 p.m. And then I don't see anything else on here, but I do know you're going to be playing the WRFA fundraiser. And the theme is, Dennis has told me, it's the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, but really anything goes. Well, it's kind of a, yeah, the the three-phase theme. You got got space for the 1969, the 50-year anniversary of the moon landing. And you also have... I guess not anything from 1969, and then like Paul and Paul, it falls on Paul McCartney's so birthday. Beatles. So nice. So anything Paul McCartney, one of the Tim, Wings, Beatles, whatever. Band on the run. Yes. Sure. Why not, man? That I forgot what day that is. Was that the 24th? Was that June, June 24th? June 18th, I believe. 17th or 18th. It's Dennis will be recording. It's your event, day, man. Yeah. <laughs> you it's our us. radio station. It's our fundraiser, but I'm always the last to know these <laughs> It things, is so. when you say it is. Yeah. I, I think it is uh, Paul McCartney's birthday, whenever that is. Just yes. remember that. And then, you guys, this is crazy. On July the 5th, you guys are playing <laughs> the Great Blue Heron Music Festival. Yes. Yeah. The thing of the Blue Heron is... Kind of a, uh, I don't want to say hippie festival, but definitely more of a roots rock. Yeah, yes. acoustic yes. and s- yeah. sort of, you know, happy vibe, which is awesome. You know, we've my Smack Dab's played there for, man, almost since the beginning of, you know, since Smack Dab started 15, 16 years ago. I mean, you and Jamie have played there almost every yeah. year. So I haven't missed one. I'm like, whatever I, I, band, but. I just, it wouldn't feel right. Not being a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so how'd that conversation go? Was it Dave Tidquist who yeah, contacted you, or did you? gave him our demo, and he liked it. He's he's a rocker, man. He likes he likes you know. He picked me up listening to the Ramones before, so he's he gets it, man. And he's just like, don't be too loud. <laughs> that was the only thing he said. So Keep we're gonna we're gonna mind. do our thing, man, and, and see who's into it. Just bring a little bit of rock, a little different flavor to the festival. One of the fun things you used to do, Matt, when you were at the Heron, is you always did like a, a secret cover when you were with Smack. Oh, yeah, we're going to continue that. Can that be that? expected with the <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll continue that tradition yeah. for yeah. sure. Right on, right on. <laughs> then you're also doing the Whirlybird Music and Arts Festival. That'll be on July 18th, and we're going to be talking more about that as we get closer to that date. We're going to have Mickey in here. That's uh, year number two of the Whirlybird, so that should be a lot of fun as well. So, And I'm sure you'll have some more shows um, before then, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got... Oh, we got Broken String Fest. We got, yeah, we got, we got a, a few. We got a few. We're, coming we're really up trying sure. to get some re- this recording out of the way, and That's then we'll start main focus at, for sure. Summer up, right on. When's the uh, what's the timeline for? You never have a timeline, but ideally, when would you like to have the summer. Uh, album put out? Sometime this summer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Early summer. It's the shoot. Gives us a wide mark there. There's a <laughs> lot of local bands recording music right now. I like it. I like it. It gives us some uh, fresh true. music to play here in WRFA. So. Um, Cool. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up? I don't know. I think we pretty much covered everything I could think of. Yeah, we could talk for hours, but I know you got places <laughs> to go, and so do I. So, <laughs> with that being said, again, uh, Jay Peterson, Matt Baxter, thanks for talking with us today on Arts on Fire. Yeah, thanks for bringing us. Right on. Here's some more uh, Feverhawk. This one is called Dark Temptress. It's their latest uh, song, probably part of their forthcoming album, and it's right here on Arts on Fire. <laughs>
stranger all alone, temptress calls out your name.